Welcome to another informative episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. So the uh, certifications are uh, the NCSO designation, which is the National Construction Safety Designation, which is issued by the Alberta Construction Safety Association. Um, And then there's also the uh, BCRSP, which is the Board of Canadian Registered Safety Professionals, which issues the Canadian Registered Safety Professional designation or the CRSP. No Harm is the podcast for health and safety professionals like you. We're here to help you sharpen your professional skills and better understand emerging issues. Continue to better yourself, continue to uh, to educate yourself. It is an ongoing thing. As we like to say in the uh, safety world that, you know, programs are evergreen, but so is your education. And I found that, you know, by looking into different certifications and finding what fit best for me, that I was able to continue that growth. Sounds like a great topic. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Today, I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, and I'm at the construction site of the McEwen University Center for Arts and Culture. This is a wonderful building that's being constructed by Clark Builders, and I'm fortunate to have today with me one of the health and safety people from Clark Builders, Her name is Amanda Armstrong, and she's been kind enough to show me around this construction site. In fact, the ready-mix truck from Lafarge is here, and uh, we've just kind of stepped out of the way. Thank you for that, Amanda, and thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Amanda, we wanted to talk today about health and safety certifications, and I know this is something that's really close to your heart and something that's part of your own experience. So tell me about the importance of certifications in HSE. You know what, Marvin, so the uh, certifications are uh, the NCSO designation, which is the National Construction Safety designation, which is issued by the Alberta Construction Safety Association. Um, And then there's also the uh, BCRSP, which is the Board of Canadian Registered Safety Professionals, which issues the Canadian Registered Safety Professional designation or the CRSP. I know that some of our listeners do understand the distinction between these two certifications. Some of them don't. So fill us in on this. So the NCSO designation is essentially a entry-level designation, um, again issued by that ACSA. Basically with that, those guys are, you know, maybe they have some years experience in the field and other times they're fresh out of school and just would like to um, get an entry-level position into a safety position. So the other thing to that would be that a lot of clientele are requiring this NCSO designation at a minimum for certain field-level positions. And then there's the CRSP, and this is a higher level certification, is it? Yeah, so the CRSP is a, is certainly a higher level. There's a, a lot more stringent requirements to be able to apply. Um, in my case, it took me approximately eight months to apply for this designation and actually achieve certification. So with this designation, you are required to have a minimum of three years experience in a health and safety role at a minimum of 50% in that health and safety role. And then you're also required to meet certain educational requirements such as either a U of A certificate in health and safety or the NATE program, which is their occupational health and safety diploma program. Okay, so clearly this is a certification that you don't have or get immediately after graduating. This is something that you can apply for once you have the uh, the required experience and so on. And even then, it's a bit of a tough process, I understand. Tell me about this. 
Yeah, it is a long process. So for myself, it took approximately eight months. Um, I started out May 1st of 2016 is when I actually submitted my application. Soon after that, they do uh, review your application and then submit uh, for an interview. Once you've successfully uh, completed that interview, they will continue on, review your application one more time. And after that process, you are eligible to write the exam if you've met all of their requirements. Okay, so tell our listeners a little bit more about the process, maybe some advice on what it takes to to really get this right. So the biggest thing I learned when I was applying was be diligent, be consistent, and be organized. I found that the BCRSP really encourages you to organize your material or your application in such a way where it eases them through it. When they have to go through a slew of these, they want to make sure that it's easy to understand and that you're clearly meeting those requirements. So if you make that easy for them, then essentially you can be fast-tracked through that process. Now, is there a lot of book work? Is there a lot of studying, per se? Um, You know what? I took approximately two weeks to study for that exam. I took a week off of work and a week of my own time after the fact. So they say for the most part, it takes approximately 150 hours uh, of study time for this exam. I found for myself, it took approximately 100 hours, and I felt very prepared for that exam. What about classroom time? You can take some preparation courses if you would like. There are a few that are offered within the Edmonton area. So once I, uh, I actually took one prep course um, and you know what, I found it to be very useful. Again, it helps you uh, figure out how you want to apply. So it depends on when you're going in to take that prep course as to where you're within your application. But for the most part, I found that it was certainly uh, helpful. Now you mentioned courses in Edmonton because of course that's where we are now, but this is a Canadian certification, so I imagine that there there's uh, classroom opportunities around the country. Absolutely, yeah. Um, the two courses that I'm referring to actually do offer classes throughout uh, Canada. Great. Any other advice you have, having gone through this process yourself? I just think that continue to better yourself continue to uh, to educate yourself. It is an ongoing thing. As we like to say in the uh, safety world that, you know, programs are evergreen, but so is your education. And I found that, you know, by looking into different certifications and finding what fit best for me, that I was able to continue that growth. No, Amanda, clearly you needed to invest a lot of effort into obtaining the certification. What's the upside? What's the benefit? So I found that the benefit to the uh, CRSP designation for myself, um, it has opened up a lot of doors and I found that to be uh, something that I wanted to see happen for me. I currently also have that NCSO designation. So, you know, starting to upgrade my designation status has opened a lot of those doors and I thought that that was something that I I really wanted. There's also a benefit to the uh, organizations that you're working for in the sense that you're able to show them that you've met those requirements and that you are, you know, actively facilitating and encouraging growth within their safety program. Great. Now let's rewind a little bit. I think you've been in the HSE field for about four years, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Now what motivated you to embark on this career? Actually, there was two things that kind of led me to become a health and safety professional. I actually, in 2011, I was currently working as a revenue accounting processor uh, and had been doing so for four years at that time. And I found that the office setting was not something that I was happy with. It was uh, not something that I wanted to continue doing for long periods of time. So with that, um, around that same time, I actually had someone very close to me get injured on the job. And that kind of created my pursuit of finding a designation that uh, would assist me in helping prevent workplace incidents. 
Once that occurred, I did uh, discover the NATE program, so the health and safety program. And once I decided to take that, it was very clear to me that this was the right path for me. And for our out-of-province listeners, NATE, of course, stands for the Northern Alberta Institute of Technology. Is there a similar program at SATE, the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology? There is actually, yeah, the same program that we have out here at NATE. There's also one in Toronto, which is a four-year degree program out of their Toronto University as well. Great, and I understand BCIT in uh, British Columbia as well. Yes, that's correct. So for people who are maybe listening, who are considering getting into this field, maybe a bit of a career change, they've perhaps been around the construction business for a while, and are, or maybe not, and they're thinking that this would be a noble career. It is, isn't it? It is, yeah, absolutely. I found that this career is very rewarding um, on a personal level, but also on a, uh, a work-face level. You know, working with the guys that I work with daily is, is humbling to me. I see how much effort and how much work that these gentlemen put into everything and everything that they do. So, you know what, I, I love the day-to-day activity, working in the field um, and also doing some office tasks, but, you know, limited to uh, only a little bit, right? Great. Now, Amanda, I think we're about coming up on time, so is there anything you want to say in closing? Um, I just want to say thank you to all the other health and safety professionals out there for anybody who's considering moving into the health and safety profession. We need more of you. We need others who are, you know, have a genuine care for workers and want to make sure that these guys are going home safe to their families. Fantastic. Where can people learn more about you and perhaps more about Clark Builders? Uh, If you're interested in Clark Builders, you can certainly go to Clark Builders website. Um, You can just Google them. And for myself, I am on LinkedIn as well. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us today, Amanda. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. And hey, be sure to tell your friends and colleagues who can benefit from our podcast. The No Harm Health and Safety Podcast is a production of Stimulant Strategies and Stimulant Media Productions. You can learn more about us at stimulant.ca. All the best, everyone. Stay safe.